Paul McCartney, wonderful Christmas time here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Wednesday, 16th of December. Happy hump day to you, seven and a half minutes past six o'clock on what is a wet one. It's an awful day. Oh, my God. Wet one out there. It wasn't too bad for me driving in this morning, but I was kind of shocked by the amount of spot flooding. Oh, well, I've... I missed. I seem to have missed all that mad rain last well, night. Well, I have a bastard of a day ahead of me. <laughs> I have all the electricity gone in the house, the flooded house. You are wiped Everything, out. yeah, yeah. So I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I really don't know what I'm going to do. What Thank a, God you're what trained. An awful scaldy blast of a day now ahead. <laughs> what? Well, good oh. job you're trained by the RNLI to deal with emergency water-related situations. Unfortunately, not in any way, am I? I mean, poor L one sitting in the gaff now with nothing, just sitting there looking out the window like an old domestic cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, where's, where's bloody Peter Finn when you need him, eh? Yeah, all his, sure all his promises. Well, Here we are now. Not, it's hardly his fault. <laughs> well, you have to blame somebody. You have to, you have to vent oh, at some point. Oh, God, I don't know what I've got to do. So you've no lecky or anything no, in the no, house now. No, electricity and everything flooded. Yeah, so That's I don't know what And this is all down so. to your leak. Oh, down yeah. to your dodgy water leak, works. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess it is. I can't. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Unless there's something else gone wrong. I live in the worst house in Ireland. I can tell you that much. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Oh, God. What a start. 087188 By the way, if you want to give us a touch, do genuinely be careful out there. There is uh, definitely big patches of spot flooding about the place. Uh, as I say, I kind of uh, I, I was kind of shocked by it this morning. I missed all of that mad rain last night uh, that apparently was happening. Uh, and um, and then when I was driving in this morning, I was just kind of taken off guard, caught out a couple of times by sort of, you know. Yeah, it's very big, bad, yeah. Big, deep spot flooding kind of patches. So take it handy out there. 087188008. Fresh off the back of a victory. We're about to take on the celebrity birthdays. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, oh, you're stuffed full of chocolate twirl. Thank God for that. Yeah, Blondie Maria here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this uh, Wednesday, 16th of December, 13 minutes past 6 o'clock. 087. If you want to give us a shout at any stage, thanks for letting us hang out with you on your Wednesday. Fresh off the back of yesterday's victory in the Celebrity Birthdays. Getting three correct answers, of course, and winning himself an orange chocolate twirl that was literally chilling for him in the fridge. Yes, unbelievable, yeah. It was like a premonition that you were going to win yesterday. Telling you, yeah. What about it? Yeah. By the way, we never got to the bottom of who owned that. I found it on a desk. I presumed you gave it to me for the thing, but that's yeah, all right. I, I know you assumed that, but I, just, I found it on a desk and I put it in the fridge for you. That's all right. <laughs> it works. It works. Anyway, right, here we go. So, uh, today's birthday, we're standing, or starting, rather, with Benny Anderson. Benny Anderson. Who in the name of God is Benny Anderson? Benny Anderson is one of the bees in ABBA. Oh, oh I thought you said one of the bees in the Bee Gees, but sure, they're probably the same people anyway, are they? <laughs> I'd say they are. Actually, the weird thing about it is, Benny and Bjorn did have a bit of a Bee Gee look off them, didn't they? They did, they, yeah. The, the flowing did, locks. Who was first? I think the Bee Gees were second, were they? Abba are like the originals and then... Who, who what, what act would have been out yeah, first? Yeah, what act was... Uh, wow, the, that's a good question. I'd well, say it was Abba, was it? Abba, I like... I don't know. That's a, God, that's a really good one. Um, who came first, Abba or the Bee Gees? I'll have to look that that's up. That's a very chicken or egg situation. It seems <laughs> that one sort of melded into the other in some way. Yeah. Because, like, you know. say, I mean, the Bee Gees would have been around pre-Saturday Night Fever and all that. What's that late... Mind you... The, I think Abba yeah. might have been first. That, yeah, that, I think so, yeah. I think Abba, it might have been Abba. But I say I think so only because I think your man Bjorn is about 340 years old. <laughs> and they all just live in the woods together now, or whatever it is they do. Yeah, they were, they did go a little bit weird, didn't they? Uh, they the whole yeah, Abba crowd they did. did, yeah, they yeah. All, like, a woman, Agnesa, she went off lived in a cave or something. Something like that, yeah. And all the rest of them now, they're doing, they're, they're, Abba are doing a tour again. The comeback tour is happening. Oh, it's, but it's, none of them are, they're, they're it's all... It's this hi- hieroglyphics, I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> I, nearly said I mean, hallu- I know they're old, but hieroglyphics just take it a bit far. But I was going to say hallucinogenics, which is a totally <laughs> different thing. Well, you could be a bit closer, what, to be yeah, fair. Yeah. Rock and it? roll, buddy. What's um, the hologram? hologram? That's, That's the hologram. The Jeepers. Hologram. Yeah, definitely not hallucinogenics or, or hieroglyphics. Or hieroglyphics. Jeez. <sighs> this is some poor, start to a day. Poor old Benny Anderson. Uh, yeah. Right. Anyway, uh, one of the brains behind ABBA is... Is... Oh, he'd be like 82. 74. Oh, fast. Right. Oh, younger than I thought. Only a young fella. Right, what about this now? This could go either way. Christopher Biggins. 
Christopher Biggins, yeah. yes, for children's TV legend, Christopher now, Biggins. Now, would you have seen him in that as a, as a TV, as yeah, a children's TV? Yeah, that's what TV I know that, him from, as the children's TV. My greatest memory of Christopher Biggins is when he was, um, you know the reruns we used to see of Porridge with Ronnie oh. Barker? Is he in that? Yeah. Is he? And it, what's... Oh, I can't think of the name of his character in it. Jeez, it's really it like on PC. Oh, like, of course. Because he it. plays a very camp gay character yeah, in it. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and they call his, I can't remember his nickname in it. But yeah. you wouldn't get away with it today, I don't no, think. I don't wouldn't. know. Let me guess. He's the lad in jail no one wants to be near in case he <laughs> try one on you. Ah! I'd say well, it's all that old stuff. I remember, and of course, he was in I'm a Celebrity. He's sort of been around. He's a bit of a been around forever. Bit of a showbiz legend. Decades and decades he's been around. Yeah, but he's one of those showbiz legends that nobody ever very really took very seriously. That's it. He's one of those ones. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like he's never. It's kind of just always been there. Yeah, like if someone was going to do, we should do it. This is your life episode with Christopher Biggins. Everyone go. Ha, ha, ha. No, seriously, though, we're stuck for next week. We yeah. like, like that. <laughs> uh, I'd say, what age is he now? He's not a young man. No. I'd say sixty-five. Seventy-two. Oh no way! Yeah, seventy-two. I'm surprised at that. Yeah, been I around am. a while, all right. Christopher Biggins. Uh, what was it? What was the big show he was in? Didn't he have a? It was Saturday morning TV, was it? Was, was, it, was it that one where he used to always wear like the um, like the Hawaiian shirts? Uh, yeah, I, 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 we see, see, there's a crossover here with Timmy Mallet and him now. Yeah, that's you're right. I think I'm making the same mistake. Yeah, I think so. I think that's it. Yeah, T- Timmy Mallet was. Uh, the, remember that? That was Mallet's Mallet. It was a great show. <laughs> yeah, a lot of work went into that title. Oh, Mallet's Mallet. Brilliant though it was. Hit the right. in the head with the What mallet. about this? Bit of football for you of an age. Dennis Wise. Oh, yeah. Former Chelsea hard man. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. He's a real legend now, in fairness to him, yeah. yeah. And you know, another one of those type of players I wouldn't be mad about, but he was he was great. Like. Yeah. And you have to be, I mean, to be a hard man when you're five foot four. <laughs> yeah, in Chelsea. Yeah. You know, at the stand out. I mean, he basically, man. he was a. He was the male equivalent of a Jack Russell, really. He was, wasn't he? Yeah, he definitely was. Yeah, chasing the ball and biting ankles and all. Yeah, having none of it. Come here, was he the guy? Was his agent that mad guy as well? The man who just died there recently. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That was extraordinary. They were, that was a hell of a combination. What a Like, your man was the, he looked like a sort of hard man Christopher Biggins. I mean, they should have been, um... Like they sh- how would they weren't in movies? How they I didn't get know. parts in Lockstock or yeah, I know the two any of them. those kind of movies. Oh my god, man! They were just what a double act they, they were. They were amazing, weren't they? The yeah. two, they were like the his agent. They did look like something of a Guy Ritchie movie, like two good gangsters. I want you two to work together yeah. with him. Are you kidding me? Oh, smash him through a wall. You gotta work together, and you gotta make it happen. <laughs> they had that puzzle. Oh. Yeah, uh, tennis wise, but in fairness, not a bad old baller. No, and he's not that old. I mean, no. 48? 54. Oh, for God's sake, he's way off. <laughs> Jeepers on my. That's not that bad. And as I say, still a very young man, only in his 50s. Yeah, I don't know. He's getting on a bit now. <laughs> no, a very young man. I didn't realise he was into that sort of area of life where rickets kicks in and everything. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Right, now actually, speaking of people, <laughs> here's, here's a couple of curveballs for you, right? Speaking of people who should have been in a Guy Ritchie movie, right? Yeah. This guy was made for it. This was when darts ah. was proper entertaining, right? When it was big. Bobby George. Bobby George, the stage of him. Bobby George. He's yeah, your yeah. man with all the gold rings and absolutely, everything. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the Mr. T of darts, wasn't you, he? Yeah, you, absolutely, darling. Do you remember him? <laughs> And it's the slick, greasy hair oh, and all of them. It was oh mad. Oh, my God. And the big God. chains and huge Jeez. sovereign big rings huge and sovereign everything. Rings, yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Jeez. You know, you know what? Wait to hear this, right? Apparently now he's on a, a, a tour at the moment. I know it's a TV show, it, it, it says here. I've never heard of this, right? Called The Real Marigold on Tour. Marigold? Yeah, that's what it says on this. I don't know how accurate What's that, that is. What's that about? Yeah. Unless it's like that, you know that that movie, the real Marigold or the Marigold Hotel or something. Or unless it's a, some sort of rip on that, I don't have a clue. But I don't think it, I'm not sure if it's darts related. Ah, he was only he real. was incredible. He was a different. Uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's it's absolutely darling. You know what it's like. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to live the life of an athlete. You know what I mean. 
That man. He was. Yeah. I'll tell you something. He was almost. I mean, him and Bricktop would have been fantastic together. Wouldn't they? Yeah. Oh, now there's your four. Dennis Wise, Bricktop. Yeah. Um, Bobby George. Bobby George. And whoever Dennis Wise is agent was. Ed, Eddie something. Yeah. Was what? it? Gossman. Is was it? it? Was it Gossman? Let me, let me just. Hang on a second. Okay. Uh, I think it's Gossman. Or Eddie Goss. Just Eddie Goss, was it? No, he was in. Um, he was in Bross. Oh jeez! No, I'm joking. I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'll, anyway, I'll take a guess. Bobby, Bobby George is like 82, 75. Ah, fart off, life almighty. Right, and very quickly, final curveball for you is: I don't know whether this would have been on your radar. Would you, Ed, did you ever watch a little bit of American football? Yeah, I loved American football. Excellent. Well, then you will remember the refrigerator. The refrigerator. Yeah. Oh, what a legend! That was the first ever Super Bowl. Broadcast live on Irish TV. Wow. It was the Chicago Bears and the San Francisco 49ers, if I remember rightly, but it's definitely Chicago Bears because who was did in it. who did William Perry play for? He the Chicago Bears. Chicago yeah, Bears. Yeah, and right. he was the refrigerator on the on the Chicago Bears. What an amazing uh, yeah, name. Yeah, and I remember all of us in school and all. I'm the fridge. You know, I was all <laughs> who's going to be the fridge when you are doing your pretendy things. Oh, that was great. Yeah, he was a great character. There's a blast with the past. Yeah, him. real sad end to him. I think he's very sick at the moment oh, or really? something terrible happened to him. Yeah. Right, stick an yeah. age on him then. I'd say he's, oh, well, um, well I was only 25. He's uh, 72. 58. Jeez, he's a bad end, all right. <laughs> that was a bad, bad end. Bad end moment. for everybody. And now you're up to date on the home of the Nile Boylan Show. Weekdays from 12. This is Classic Hits. Good stuff. Thank you, Tara. 6.33. How are you this morning? Grand. Don't Good ask stuff. me about the butter index because I completely forgot about it this morning and didn't check. You mean the kids have no sandwiches this morning? The kids have no sandwiches. That's oh, disgraceful. What sort of a mother are you? I'm a desperate one. Unbelievable. An awful one. Because you're not even hazard a guess at the old butter index. I'd hazard a guess <laughs> to say that it is... Uh, well, John, we should do actually. John, we should do. Soft. Should we just just ring your kids as they're making their own sandwiches and say, "What's that butter like?" What's the butter? Can you text us over? Yeah, text yeah. us over. Get a Snapchat over the uh, butter in- index there, please. Well, oh, here's, here's another suggestion. Why don't we just get a butter for the office? Oh, that's a that's actually a much more practical yeah, way of doing things. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They see that what you've That's done a... now is you've brought sense into this conversation. Yeah, you've ruined it now <laughs> by Making applying sense by of a applying butter index of a logic very and common sense. Yeah, way of assessing anyway, the weather. I, I, what are we going to guess? Well, well, let's go for what's what's good middle ground. It's warm enough. Isn't yielding. It? It is warm enough. I think yielding. yielding yeah, yeah, I think fair to yielding might be where we're at this morning. Fair. You just keep inventing new phrases. I'm not. Fair isn't even in us. It isn't us? No, it's what good. Is it? Soft, yielding. Uh, there's soft r- obviously yielding. In 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 butter time concerns. There's there's runny. Sorry, <laughs> can Actually, I just? Yeah, can there's I mild just, to runny. Yeah. Can you stop telling me why how the butter? I invented That's the butter. That's true. Index. That is true. I do apologise. It is your invention. Yes. You can call I it can what do you what want. I want. Excellent. Come here. Listen. Were you um? Were you washed out of it last night? I have to say, I missed... PJ was telling me about his horrendous episodes with the lashings oh, of rain. I sleep with the window open. Right. And I, I do, I sleep with the window open all year round. I have to have, like, fresh air coming Are in. Are you not worried about your man getting out? <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> um, and I had... I, I woke up at one point in time having a dream that I was on my own in an aircraft which was plummeting and and fell basically into the sea and I drowned it. And actually it was the rain hammering on the window. Oh my but it God. sounded like in my dream that it was this was a an, an air, a, 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 a plane crash basically and I was wow. the only person on board. Which probably explained why the plane was crashing in the first place. <laughs> well that must have been horrible yeah. for you when you woke up from your nightmare soaking wet thinking this is not oh God it's just but the I windows actually, open. I actually had to yeah no there was there was water all over my windowsill and running down my wall this morning. Wow like, so it actually turns out you and PJ had yeah. very similar evenings. <laughs> That's extraordinary. And I hate open windows. I just let everything in. I just like to Are let you the sure you weren't dreaming about a plane crash or anything, PJ? No? Crazy sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tara's big crush, of course. Morton Harknett uh, from Aha and Take On Me. Robbie Williams ahead of that with Rock DJ here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 17 minutes away from 7 o'clock on your Wednesday. Morning well, to you. Thanks for letting us hang out with you. 87 Take it easy out there, by the way. A lot of spot flooding, a lot of weather reports uh, making it their way into the news. That's never a good sign. Never. When the weather appears in news, 
It's never, never a good thing. Be a granny in a canoe before the day is out. Absolutely. And uh, when weather appears in your house, as happened to our poor PJ, that oh. also is never a good thing. Yes. You don't want weather inside your house, people. Do not people. want weather inside the house. That is not a good thing. Oh, what do I got to do? Uh, to be fair, Elf Cherry is, um, is, is, has made a good suggestion on that. He thinks we should launch one of those, um, you know, Baz does the DIY SOS. Baz, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, so maybe but we should t- do a DIY SOS for PJ's leaky house. But you're not your man. Peter Finn. No, he does the other one. Is it not Baz does DIY SOS and Peter Finn does the other I thought they were one. the same show. No. I thought it was the same show. Yeah, I thought he was the builder, was he not? No, no, because Peter works with How that. How many bleeding DIY shows <laughs> is there in RTE? This is getting ridiculous. <laughs> You're only disgusted because you have one as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is getting outrageous. Just you should do. You should get your DIY show to help out with your house. Are you joking? I'm in that. <laughs> well, nothing gets done in the show I'm in, man. Yeah, that doesn't lose your mind here altogether. <sighs> Anyway, listen, the wisdom of crowds has answered a few of our questions, right? So right. here we go. On the question of who came first, ABBA or the Bee Gees? Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, it was the Bee Gees by some considerable margin. Really? Yeah, apparently the Bee Gees, according to, uh, well, there's various people, Paddy and Cork, and there was various other people along the way, uh, said that the Bee Gees actually started as a folk group, right? Right. Um, Paddy said back in the 60s, somebody else said 1958 or something, the Bee Gees are around since. Oh, 58? Uh, yeah. And that apparently then, uh, obviously, ABBA came along in the 70s with when the Eurovision thing happened. Oh, my God. They're only young fellas, ABBA. Yeah, by, by comparison. comparison. That's unreal. Mind the you, there's only, there's only... I think there's only one BG left, is there? Really? Well, one so. BG? Yeah. It's like the Mayo I team of the 1950s. There's only one left. Isn't it? You'd be there all... You never stand a chance against ABBA, you know? Yeah. All the money went to ABBA. All the, yeah. You know ABBA I mean? should have been divided all the resources just, in. into just AB and BA. Exactly. Shouldn't It'd they? It'd be fairer for everybody. It'd be yeah. fairer for everybody. It should have been a north side a- AB and then a, a, and a south, south side, side BA. BA. Yeah. And, you know. And then it'd be unfair. ABBA in the final anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know the way it works. Life's unfair like it's that. It's terrible like that. Yeah. Right, so the Bee Gees came first then, right? So that's the, uh, that's the answer to that. Also, I was trying to think of Christopher Biggins' character name in Porridge with the great Ronnie Barker. And that great Porridge is one of the great sitcoms. Great sitcom. It was lukewarm. Oh, is that his name? Lukewarm? Oh, yeah. yeah sure, already you can see what Straight they were getting Straight away, at. you can see what they were getting ah, at. That was a different sense of humour in the 70s, wasn't it? You can yeah. see, yeah, yeah, of course. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Yeah. Also, uh, we were trying to work out the name of that mad agent. He passed recently. He was Dennis Wise's agent. Yes, that's it. Yeah. I... Eric Hall. Eddie Goss, I said. <laughs> Eddie Goss. Oh, Eric you know Eddie, Hall. Do you know who Eddie Goss is now? No, the re- why, it's why just why country. It not the way me? I said I thought it was I thought it was Bross. Yeah. It's not. Eddie Goss is I think it's Eddie who showed us around. The, the airport oh my god dude it Eddie it's from a fellow who texts the show I <laughs> think his name is Eddie Goss oh my god I could be wrong though and who's but Luke anyway. who's Luke Luke Warm again Luke Warm is Christopher Biggins character in Porridge so what's his name Luke Goss no oh dear god help me Eric God help Eric Hall me. Eric Hall Eric Hall was Dennis Wise's agent oh my head isn't right at all today jeepers I swear to god bring back Abba uh, somebody's saying uh, now this is in relation obviously to um what do you call it? Your mate, the fridge. William Perry. Yes, yeah, His yeah. birthday it is today, the refrigerator. Apparently it was the Burrs versus the New England Patriots on RTE, according to... Really? I mean, the first uh, one? I, I was sure it was the San Francisco 49ers. But I'll take, I'll be, I, I may stand corrected. Jer Ford saying that. Well, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Fair I don't enough. know. I, uh, I do remember it was uh, that game on as well where the Patriots had their... It was their old... A symbol on their helmet. Your man bending over the touchdown thing wearing the old sort of Civil War hat. So, yeah, it's prob- probably right. I was, yeah. pro- I was sure it was the... the yeah, because yeah, it's, it's not like you to get stuff wrong. Never, never like, happens. Like, you know the way a minute ago, literally a minute ago, you were saying about Baz and yeah, about Luke, Peter Finn and yeah, everything and being Luke in the same Perry show. Being and an Abba, being, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, no, it turns out I was right. Baz does DIY SOS. Yeah. And Peter Finn does Home Rescue. Home Rescue SOS. I always no, thought that was the name of the show. <laughs> I always thought that was the name of the show. Home Rescue SOS. He just rammed it all in together. What was your one called? The Great DIY... The G- DIY Challenge. Challenge. Yeah. So, the Great DIY 
SOS the great Home DIY. Rescue Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. It would be you, Peter Finn, and Baz. That's, That's a, a good show. show. That's, That's a, a good show. show. Yeah. I'd watch that. But Baz, Peter Basically, Finn fixes everything. I break it. I was just going to say, is middle, he's like the you'd real master. You go in, break it, and then the lads come in. Peter goes in, rescues you from the house. Baz goes in, does an SOS. I could do with a rescue from the house. <laughs> I swear to God, man, I'm living in a tip. Somebody's oh. saying it was definitely the Bears versus the Patriots, 100%. Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. I stand corrected then. Yeah, no problem. Right. So have we answered all of our questions? The show, uh, yeah. the show that raises more questions than answers. Yeah, that's what, that's what you're supposed to do. PJ and Jim. Well, but there are shows out there that merely entertain, but we want to make you think. Yeah, that's what we're here for. Yeah, that's what <laughs> they say. Way, the comedian. Or no, what is it? The, 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 that's what the, the old saying. The Englishman is funny. He makes you laugh. The Irishman is witty. He makes you think. Brilliant. That's, so, that's amazing. That was deep and meaningless. It is, isn't it? Beautiful. So, did Beautiful. Luke Goss sing for ABBA? Maybe he did. Well, answer me Maybe this question. Um, Taras just posed the question as why your show, which was called again, the Great... DIY Challenge. Why anything associated big... with you would have the word great in it? Oh, hold on. Maybe it was called the Big DIY Challenge. Oh, what was the name of my show, man? Was it the big one or again, the great one? Again, the show that raises more questions oh, than answers. I can't believe I have to Google the name of your own bloody show. <laughs> DIY. Do you know the name of this one at all? Yeah. Yeah. Grand. Yeah, don't just just checking that. Pa- Paddy and Jack in the morning. Yeah, one that makes it onto the nice list of PJ Gallagher's Christmas tunes. He likes a bit of shaky. I love a bit of shaky. No matter what, he, he could sing about anything. He could be singing, PJ Stupid, I hate him. And I still think it was a great song. <laughs> Shaking Stevens with a Christmas classic here at Classic Hits. And uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim. 087 if you want to get in touch for any reason. The hit bit being a big one, that's on the way later this hour. 720 euro. But uh, we've played a bit of Shaky. Merry Christmas, Christmas, whether you like it or not. It's now less than 10 days away. Yeah. And gifts are going to be still. I mean, a lot of people might have it boxed off, ready to go. It's all yes. good. But for some people, they'll still be thinking about gifts and they'll be thinking about them maybe for their significant other. Well, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> this goes down as a piece of consumer advice from the man who knows about these things. Nobody knows more <laughs> about Christmas <laughs> and love than PJ Gallagher. Yes, look at me, old Casanova pants over here. <laughs> Who doesn't know how to charm one of the fairer <laughs> more than me, eh? Yeah. Uh, so listen up, lads, because uh, Uncle PJ has a word of warning. Unfortunately, Jim, I am going to give a word of warning, but I don't agree with it at all. Right. Because I feel quite aggrieved by this. I, I would have thought heart-shaped jewellery in this day and age, the day and age of the consumer, where people have their head down in their phones and buy each other electronics and vouchers and all that nonsense, that to go out and get something heart-shaped, made of gold or stone, silver or even a bit of tin uh, would be considered a decent thing to do and apparently now it's not apparently it's a dreadfully silly thing to do what jewellery in general or just something in the shape of a heart something in the shape of a heart something like traditionally it's symbolised as sort of uh, affection and love and all of that sort of stuff and now women on Twitter have sort of gone crazy saying whatever you do do not get your girlfriend your wife, whoever it is in your life, a heart-shaped pendant or ring or anything else. They said it's tacky and it's childish and after the age of 12 you should stop wearing them. Excuse me! I've a a clad ring on! I love heart-shaped jewellery! So no, hearts are bad. This is the actual tweet that started it all. Right. Your girlfriend does not want heart-shaped jewellery. I promise you. If you read this and you still think she wants something heart-shaped, I'm willing to help you find something that isn't Ugly. This is ferocious. This is my act of service to my fellow women. Heart shaped. I swear to. I don't get this at all. And then everybody chimed in. They're all like heart 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 shaped rings. Remind me of the play jewelry that came in a princess set <laughs> when I was like five. One girl. Yeah, said. I mean, look. It's a obviously you know if you it's a broad area to say heart shaped. I mean, you know, I'm sure. And in fairness, if somebody has everything they own heart shaped. It might start to look a bit unusual, 
But yeah. surely, surely there are one-off pieces. See, I and see that, that might just be good in their own right. And see, I think I disagree. I think go all out. You're the running team. Heart-shaped everything. I think that would sound. That to me sounds. <laughs> earrings and a panel brooch uh, and all. E- earrings, pendant, and bracelets. A, yeah. Um. Uh. Rings. It's a modern day. You could have a brooch and cufflinks. Piercings. All of that. And there you go. What about, okay, Grant, maybe jewellery doesn't fit. What about bringing your other half in and getting her a lovely heart-shaped tattoo in the centre of her chest? That'd be nice. <laughs> lovely. You that, know what I mean? That sounds great, yeah. Uh, and then match it up with plenty of heart-shaped sort of, uh, you know, clothing accessories. Heart prints on all, you know, all of her clothes. I love hearts. I love, um, I love when you see a girl and she's wearing your hood top and hearts on her pyjama bottoms. I'm like, look at you, you god. Look at you running around there. I'd move in with you now for a week. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Until I'd be sick of the Stacey of until, until I'd be there going, until you start, stop wearing them. You, you, you wouldn't wear them out and I'd be there, right, you're afraid to be tacky in public. Not my type of lady. <sighs> uh, so, and loads of people, people jo- like jumping in, one woman saying, thank you for your service, another woman saying, oh, oh ha, 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 all the women replying to this post with their, look at my lovely exceptional jewellery, though. No, it's all disgusting. This is pretty harsh. Oh, my God, so they're actually condemning women who have heart-shaped jewellery. Yeah. That's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, and then one woman saying, if my husband got me a heart-shaped necklace today, I would honestly just be confused because against my deepest wishes, I am not a teenager anymore. Like, I don't know. What, a clad of rings God, really that bad? Anything. I think clad rings are lovely. I've been wearing one for years. You can't do anything now. You wouldn't know what to be doing for the right. Yes. So basically, so that's it. So anything heart-shaped, does that include, you know the way you can get boxes of chocolates now in the shapes of heart? Like I the boxes them. in the shape of a heart. I love them. So you can't give them now on Valentine's or anything with roses or anything. No, you can't do that. That's tacky. That's right. I'm that's put, old hat. I'm putting it out there. I think that is the best way. I would love now to go on a date with someone. Right. right and turn up and have a tuxedo on, right? And tails. <laughs> and like have a tuxedo and tails on me suit and have a heart-shaped bottle heart-shaped bottle a heart-shaped box of those chocolates you know the pink ones yeah. with the ribbon on it no. yeah. and they all taste it's all the exact same sweet every sweet is heart-shaped inside it as well that's right because what, what is yeah. the heart-shaped sweet the caramel is it the caramel I think so or is it the, or, or is it the uh, strawberry oh, I don't know I think it might be the caramel nowadays right I think it's caramel that would heart. be great so a heart, a heart-shaped sweets in a heart-shaped box yeah no, you that. wearing a, a heart-shaped well, I was going to say a heart-shaped tuxedo that'd be some find yeah but a heart-shaped buckle on your belt yeah all that yeah and then I hand her me chocolates, right? And then I, I put my hands in my pockets and my leg, the legs of my trousers rise up a little bit. And you see I've got pink socks with hearts all over them. And I'm like, hello, would you like to accompany me to the movie house? <laughs> you know something? See, everything, everything was going well there. Even all the heart stuff. You think? Until you turned around and went, well, would you like to go to the movie house? Yeah, I get nervous around ladies, Jim. <laughs> I never know quite where to take them. Looking for love, Karen Ramirez. Here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Uh, it's almost 21 oh. minutes past 7 o'clock. I think Paddy has summed up the feeling of a lot of us there, really? Paddy and Cork. <laughs> really? Yeah, he says, uh, I don't know about anybody else, but I thought PJ was doing well with his courting advice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, up until he started sounding like a cross between Joseph Fritzel and Fred West. <laughs> To the movie house. <laughs> Would you like to accompany me to the movie house? Uh, yeah, that's why right. you there. There, look, Lisa's prepared to do it. Lisa's going to volunteer for that date with you. Okay, Lisa. Movie house. I'll see you in the movie house. If you'd like to pick uh, it up. Right, what else have we got? Um, uh, Mary oh, and Santry's been on. She, like me, thinks that maybe the um, the, <laughs> the heart-shaped sweet is the strawberry one. Yes. And that it might be to do with the colour of the, fi- uh, the filling. Right, yeah, okay, strawberry. that makes sense then, uh, yeah. Evan, uh, one... <laughs> Evan says we should play Heart-Shaped Box by Nirvana. Yeah. We're going to leave that one alone, Evan, for various reasons. I'm not sure I know that one for some R- reason. Yeah. Um, oh, Tracy in uh, Galway would love the idea of seeing you appearing on First Dates Ireland dressed in your Love Heart Ensemble. Yeah. I'd say she's particularly looking forward to when you put your hands in your pockets and your trousers rise up. Yeah, at the legs. At the legs. Yeah. And then you deliver your line. Yes, would you like to accompany me to the movie house? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, oh wow. Yeah, you'd wonder, you'd wonder why a fella like yeah. me would be sort of, uh, you know, extraordinary. So, solo. And, you know, a lot of people uh, similar to you, like Sarah, for example, yeah. agreeing with the idea that, you know, this idea of condemning heart-shaped things is dreadful. Yeah. She says she completely disagrees. Oh, I'm glad to hear it, because I think um, some of the stuff is great. Uh, Audrey says, I love any kind of jewellery. It's the thought that counts. Uh, yeah. Audrey, you're starting to sound a bit desperate there. You say, yeah, Let yeah. it go, right? <laughs> yeah, give it. Yeah. I don't mind. Heart-shaped or anything, just give me something. Yeah, as long as it's made of gold. I'm yes. going to melt it all down uh, anyway. Oh, yes, ultimately, I'll just be storing it as a future pension. <laughs> you know yourself. <laughs> Brilliant. Anyway, uh, 087-188-0008. If you want to give us a show for any reason, if you want to get in touch, of course, hit bit one of the big reasons on the way in about a half an hour. Classichits.ie if you want to check out all the previous guesses and have a listen first. Two princes from the spin. Doctors here at Classic Hits, almost 22 minutes to 8 o'clock. Thank you for waking up happy with PJ and Jim on this Wednesday. Last call on the hit bit. 720 euro could be yours. Free Christmas cash. Lovely. If you can get your hands on it, of course, you just got to tell us what the hit bit is to win us. Magic Mike standing by on WhatsApp 087 Let him know you want to play. As PJ mentioned earlier, don't give us your guess. Frustrates people that when they it does, think yeah. they've put their guests on a WhatsApp. That doesn't count. It's got to be on the radio with PJ and myself uh, in order for you to win it. So 087 Let Magic Mike know that you want to play. Now, we've just been talking about poor old men getting a bit of a kicking with the idea that they would give huh, kitsch heart-shaped jewellery to their loved ones. Sacre bleu! Unbelievable. <laughs> I'll tell you something. If you head off, to the city of love you better be prepared as well yeah they take men more seriously over there like so they do the the, the city of Paris has been fined 90,000 euros for a very unusual infraction something that probably hasn't happened around the world uh, up until this point so it appointed too many women to its senior positions in its government and they have now been fined for gender inequality have you ever heard a like it? Have you wow. ever heard a like Finally, it? the worm has turned. I hey. mean, honest to God, like I, I don't know what planet I'm living on anymore. I really don't. In t- it's the finest due now. It's because of what happened in 2018, actually. But it's only coming. <laughs> the wheels of government do turn slowly. Uh, Eleven women and five men became senior officials. My and that meant God, more than two to one. Outrageous. What 69%. sort of absolute? Oh my! It's like a. It's like a dictatorship. Oh, I, I already feel the worm turning. I mean, imagine, oh dear, oh dear. Imagine a woman being in charge, Jim. Imagine me caring about it. Yes. Uh, so that meant 69% of the appointments were women, and that violates the rule that dictates at least 40% of government government positions go to people of each gender. Yeah. So you get, I don't know what that means, 80% of... Oh, I'm not going there. I'll get in trouble. In remarks on the so, uh, the mayor Anne Hidalgo said she will be delivering the fine in person with every other woman in government, and that means there will be quite a lot of us. She said. Uh, I still don't really know what she thinks. Who, who's fining them, by the way? Oh, it's the it's the overall government. I just think it's I don't know where it goes to. Like it's the city of Paris has to pay the. Um, the so central government the, the, the so, French central government yeah so it's the city of Paris it's their like I suppose it's their council if you will right. uh, and they have to pay the central government for having this huge gender imbalance so the mayor it will be led by the mayor uh, Anne Hidalgo she's be the one that has to deliver the cheque and all of that yeah uh, and uh, I don't know I mean what world are we living in uh, do we still care about whether it's men or women in charge do we really care at this stage imagine would it you really get upset because you go oh 60% of them are women really oh grand or men I, I don't know I guess I guess women have had to fight against so much for so long yeah. that it's a bigger issue. It's just, I suppose, yeah, it's what's seldom is wonderful, as they say. The idea that the, the gender balance would be in favour of women as opposed to I know. anti is, is it, kind of a strange one, as you do- say. Probably the first time it's ever happened. Yeah, it does make Good me laugh. Good to see that the rules are being properly applied, though, PJ. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Good to see that what's good for the goose is good for the gander. I know. Somewhere, though, there's a lad, Pepe <laughs> Lemutercar, and he's all upset over this, you can be sure. Oh, not nah, good, do we, men? You give well. them an inch and they take your central government. <laughs> uh. 
But uh, otherwise, sometimes... And so are they fighting back against it? Or are they just going, yeah, grand, no problem, we'll pay a few quid then? Well, they don't mind paying a few quid because they're in charge. So they yeah. don't mind paying a few quid, 90 grand, grand, whatever, <laughs> That'd yeah. Be fantastic. Yes, absolutely, we'll, we'll be paying that fine for the gender imbalance and we'll be imposing taxes uh, specifically on the, on the male population. Yeah, <laughs> well, you'd, you'd actually love to see it. You know what I mean? If we would have waited so long, you'd actually kind of like to see them take the mic a little bit, you know, and start pushing buttons just to wind people up. Essentially what we try to do every day, except yeah. from a government perspective. And sometimes these things, though, they don't go to plan. Like, do you remember when the, the, there was that big furore in Ireland? over the inequality towards women when it came to car insurance and all that. Right. And then they said, listen, women are paying the same car insurance as men. It's not fair because they are in less accidents than men, statistically speaking. Why should women have to pay a different... Uh, a pay, why can't they pay a different... And then, whatever, the, the government in the said, student says, OK, yes, fair enough, everybody has to pay the same price. It's uh, whatever. I, don't, I still don't... The logic of that doesn't even work out for me. Uh, but they said well, women can't be getting better deals because of this. Uh, of just being women. Is that what you're saying? just being women. Right. So, they, so instead so of bringing they, men's insurance down. Yeah. You know, it's, lowering it's, it's, men's insurance. Know, you know, they, they brought women's all the way back up. <laughs> and it's like, hey, I thought equality was supposed to be for the benefit of me wallet. This isn't working at all. No, no. If you, you know, want equality, you're going to pay for it. If you want to, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, so you like equality, do you? Yeah, it's expensive all the same. Classic hits. And now, the hit bit with Supermax. Hitting the right notes with a 100% fresh, festive five ounce. Now that's tasty and tempting. Hit bit. It's a bit of a really famous hit. It's a bit, just a bit from a classic hit. But what hit is it? Hit bit. Ah, the classic hit bit is worth 720 euros this morning. That's quite a sizable chunk of change to be taken into the old Christmas shopping shenanigans with you. Uh, here's what it sounds like. And Grace O'Malley is going to go first this morning to get us out of the traps. How are you, Grace? Hi, how are you keeping? Not so bad at all, Grace. How are you getting on? I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, whereabouts are you? Now. Oh, where are you in work? I work in Chanel in Lockray. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah, very good, yeah. Uh, in, where, in where in Lockray? Chanel, is that right? Chanel, yeah. Not the makeup company, no. Oh, <laughs> right, yeah. I thought it was I thought it was the perfumery or whatever, you know. Oh, oh, Chanel. Oh, uh, Chanel Medicare, of Lockray. Uh, Chanel. Oh, wait, what, what's the, what is it if it's not a makeup or the... No, we do um, veterinary products and we oh. just like pharmaceuticals as well. All oh, right, okay. Very Sounds good. very French, so I hope there's a 40% gender <laughs> balance at least going on there. <laughs> right, Grace, what are you going to go for to take all of this money? Okay, it is Cheryl Lynn, uh, got to be real. Sherilyn got to be real. Right. Let's see, Magic Mike. Good old dance tune, all right. Okay, uh, what are you going for, Mike? What's the story? Okay, it's got to be a real, real shame that it's wrong, Grace. I'm sorry. Ah, <coughs> oh, sorry about that, Grace. Unlucky, Grace. No Listen, have a good day. Thanks for playing. Cheers. <laughs> bye bye now. Thanks, bye-bye. See you later, Ty. Thomas is on the other line. How are you, Thomas Somerville? Hello, PJ. How are you getting on today? Absolutely marvellous. Oh, deadly good to hear. So, what part of the country are you in, Thomas? I'm in Leytown in County Mead. Very good, very, very good. Are you all set for Christmas or have you loads left to do? Uh, no, uh, the wife has everything done there, but I have to go shopping for hope. Oh, right. yeah, of course. Yeah. Very important. <laughs> By the way, Thomas, I hope you were listening earlier on. Nothing heart-shaped, okay? No, definitely. I was listening earlier on. I was so disappointed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I bet you I were. mean, literally, you were on your way to get the biggest heart-shaped thing you could find, weren't you? I was you? going to buy the biggest medallion that you ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> what loving wife wouldn't love oh. a giant heart-shaped medallion? <laughs> if she doesn't want the Thomas, I do. Exactly. You can send it to PJ. around the airway. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's give you a few quid to go shopping with. Oh, yeah, I'd love it. Yeah, what do you think it is? Uh, I think it's Diana Ross. Why do fools fall in love? Right, yeah. why, oh, do, indeed, why do we Michael, just... Thomas? Michael, there is a question you can give us the answer to as well. <laughs> indeed, I wish I could, lads. I wish I could, for everyone's sake. Uh, right, I'll tell you something. It's a massive reaction to this hit bit. I mean, it really touches me in the morning. But unfortunately, it is wrong for you, Thomas, I'm afraid. <laughs> Okay, that's Very okay. strange. Thomas, Mate. listen, great talking to you. Have a good Christmas. Cheers. Listen, guys, have a happy Christmas, yeah? Thanks, you too, Thomas. Cheers, Thomas. Thanks. Take Love care. You're very kind. <laughs> Appreciate it. Cheers, Thank man. You. Take care. Have a good Take one. Bye bye. <laughs> that was Michael, can I just say to you that was that was slightly uncomfortable. Actually. It was a little. <laughs> 
Why? Because the idea of touching in the morning. Yes. yes. I prefer, prefer a gold medallion now than <laughs> beginning with that. Yes, who wouldn't really, to be fair? Christmas classic Band-Aids. Do they know it's Christmas? Here are classic hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Almost nine and a half minutes past eight o'clock. Uh, just got a little nugget of information from, uh, from our very own Magic Mike. Uh, he's decided to, uh, to do a little bit of a, a countdown on social media of some of the best bits, some of the highlights of the show over 2020. Oh, very good. Very yeah, good. it's a great idea. And uh, he started it this morning. So if you'd like to go and uh, check out our social media, you'll find it on the Classic Hits Facebook page, Classic Hits Twitter account, Classic Hits Instagram account. And uh, as I say, Magic Mike counting down uh, some of the best bits of 2020, a little retrospective. And if you'd like to pop along there today, uh, one of the first ones he's popped up is the moment that PJ Gallagher revealed he was actually from Mayo. Oh, get <laughs> out incredible. of it. I'm not so, actually from anywhere. What? You stop that. <laughs> I am just... Uh, you revealed it. Magic Mike put it up on, anyway. on social media. I had nothing to do with this. Literally three days before the All-Ireland final and this carry on. Unbelievable. <sighs> now, the question is, would that revelation be enough... PJ Gallagher to yeah. stop you getting a second date well I've always wondered why there was a sort of a scent of onion off my armpits so I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you and that's the thing second dates and turn offs what is it women have come forward you know that mum's net site there's always a lot of chat going on on mum's net well they had this rather large thread on it about why would you not give a lad a second date what has happened on first dates because yeah. it may think I'm never seeing him again right uh, and one of those so these things, are the ultimate do not do kind yeah. of things obviously look if you turn up smelling of onions you're you know you're, that sort of thing if you have bad body odour and halitosis and all that that's, a, that's not going to happen for a start right uh, that's a bit of a stomach churner to be honest but w- some women said things like this right so one woman told how she couldn't face seeing her date again after he turned up wearing his mobile phone on his belt he had a little pouch <laughs> and he turned yeah. up and, you know that sort wow. of thing you know Hi. that I'm from the 80s yeah yeah <laughs> he's there you yeah. excuse me just gotta take a call from 1979 God, do, you, do you remember those things I do those yeah. little belt pouches for phones I do and that lads incredible. Had, there was, uh, the same lads used to wear them that would have a huge bunch of keys just hanging off their waistband for yeah. no reason that's it lads who hook their keys onto the, their belt Loops. Yeah. yeah. What on the earth was that all about? Barmen and Have all. Have you seen, seen my enormous key bunch? Yeah, look at that. I guess that gets you hot. Yeah, what a bulge <laughs> hanging off the side of your trousers. Mmm, wonderful. <sighs> wow. Right next to your mobile phone. Uh, another one was saying, um, oh yeah, hold on. So, and it, it was a, it, this is the initial post, actually, right? And there's a woman who remained anonymous. She started off. She was saying she was having a lovely walk through the park one day on her first date. You know, just went for a walk, a handy one. You, know, yeah. you can get in and out early. And he finished his coffee anyway, and he just threw it on the ground. The bin's all over the place. He just threw it on the ground and went, so, want to do anything else? She said, no, you're all right. Oh, my God. Literally so he literally like, just scrunched up the, the takeaway cup and just dropped Don't think on. he even scrunched. Just think he just threw it. Just oh, like, my you know, God. Hey, look at me. Uh, what are you supposed to me to do? I'm already carrying a large bunch of keys. I'm already, you know. <laughs> and a mobile phone in a pouch. Yeah. <laughs> and while it does, it does seem a bit shallow, they say, but physical appearance is a big factor now, in fairness, right? No matter who you are, if you say you're not attracted to someone physically, you know, or, yeah, that's not an issue on some level. Yeah. I think you're not telling the truth anyway. But someone she vaguely knew hadn't decided whether she found a fella attractive or not. And then, um, well, he turned up and his fingernails were very, very long. And like, you know, she just couldn't stop thinking about it. A lot of the people... Wife, th- a lot of people have that as a kind of, um, you know, those weird phobias, like people have issues with cotton wool and balloons and yeah. all this kind of stuff. A lot of people with the long the fingernails, fingernails thing. Yeah. yeah. I knew somebody, I used to work with somebody who had an absolute freak out if they saw somebody's nails were long. I understand. I you think know? it's weird, right? And then your man sat down with his long fingernails and he was sitting there chatting, right? And as he was talking, she said she could see this big globule of spit on the side of his mouth which was growing, right? And then he, st- he spoke to her and she was already repulsed by his big, long, witchy nails. And then it, it popped off and it went off his lip and it landed in her eye. And oh. she was like, yeah, I'm never, I'm, I'm absolutely feel like getting sick. I never want to meet him ever again. Oh. See, you know what I mean? So, and then there's a knife lickers. Apparently knife lickers are a big turn off. Knife lickers? Yeah, so if somebody licks their knife when they're eating a meal. Ladies of Ireland, I have a confession to make. <laughs> I am not only a knife licker. I am a knife throater. So what I'll do is... What, I, are you a sword swallower? Yeah. I, so I, call, I do me dinner and all, right? And then mm. when I finish me dinner, 
I'll get the knife and I'll put the knife into my mouth, the whole of it, the whole of the blade of it, and right. close my mouth around it and I'll Pull it out so I get all the food off it so it's oh nice so we don't miss anything. God. I'm a knife licker. God, I'm your sorry. mayo blood is really surfacing now, isn't it? Well, I eat off a plate, not off a pot. <laughs> you know, steady on, Jim. I'm not a complete savage. So you're actually a, not just a knife licker, a knife sucker. I'm a knife gobbler. I'm, I'm a knife gobbler, yeah. Oh, my I am Lord. a knife gobbler, yeah, I am, yeah. Wow. So yeah, I'll put the whole thing. So I'm sorry, I didn't realise it was such a turn-off, I'll be honest with you. I once went for... Um, a breakfast with a friend of mine, right? Mm. And I'm not. I'm I, I be careful now. She's not. She would be listening, right? So I went. I met her, right? Yeah. And we got. She got beans on toast, right? Yeah. For breakfast in this place, it was a lovely place. And then she finished, and I finished it, and it was all the bean sauce was left, right? Yeah. She started rubbing her hand in it and licking her fingers in front of me, licking the beans. Rubbing off. her hands. Rubbed her not hand. Not, not just like a delicate dip of one no, tip like, of a finger. No, like she put her finger and was, was licking her finger. Like an, it was but like watching. Did you say her palm? Her, like your palm of her hand. Oh my god! Yeah, she rubbed I'm it, on the, it in the she bean sauce. She rubbed it onto the centre of the plate and was licking it off the centre of her hand. Oh, I love that! Mm, so- was she trying to turn you on or something? No, she wasn't. <laughs> Definitely not. It's like watching a wild cat. It was like having breakfast with a wild cat. I said, like, "What's this woman going to do next?" I, I, I nearly felt down. I nearly felt yeah. to top it. Yeah, if it wasn't for the fact that you you had your knife and fork in your mouth at the time, you'd have been outraged. <laughs> oh God! There's another fellow went on a date and he patted her on the head when it was over. I mean, he, he said, apparently it was going well, and he patted her on the head. Out of pure nerves, he went, "There, that was great. Hopefully, we can do this again." And he good, walked off. Good girl. What good a girl. mental case. Like, what a mental case. Kiss me from Sixpence None the Richer here at Classic Hits. Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Just 19 minutes past uh, 8 o'clock. Thank you for hanging out with us, folks. Uh, also, uh, thanks for all of the WhatsApps. 087 There's been a few different ones in. Uh, somebody saying, speaking of key bunches, uh, many years ago in the 80s, a group of us were at a disco and one lad who didn't drink, he always left his keys on the table or the counter and there was a Mercedes key ring. Oh, I've heard things like on this. The, on the bunch or whatever. Yeah. Uh, a group of girls chatting to one in particular, took a shine yeah. to this guy <laughs> with the Mercedes key ring and was later disgusted by the fact that it was a Mercedes van because he was an electrician. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, brilliant, isn't it? If someone's going to go out with you because of your car, that's their problem anyway. Absolutely. Also, somebody's been just on to say after your revelation, Ruth has just been on to say, Jim, I've just gone off, BJ. I'd take that knife off him and shove it somewhere it doesn't belong. Jesus. This is about your knife-sucking exploits. I, I don't see. Is, is there really that much harm in that? In, in, in sucking knife? your knife? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I think you're all... It's, it's, it's worse. The amount that patted your woman on the head is obviously worse. I actually feel sorry for him. I think I know what happened there. That was one of those moments where you lean forward to give someone a kiss goodbye and you go, oh, this isn't probably the right time. This and, isn't going the way I and he thought, I, I'll just pull out. Oh, I can't. I'm leaning forward now. And then he just put his hand out and went, thanks very much. Oh, jeepers. Stop petting her. Oh, my God, run away. Oh. Yeah, something like that. The big E made an E out of himself. Anyway, listen, uh, i tell you what. Let's leave the dating thing behind. We're going to bring uh, Magic Mike in on this because it is another chance for you to win. I love this music. <laughs> let's give you something to win. Yeah, we were so, talking about this yesterday. PJ so thinks jolly. This sounds a bit like... I think it sounds a bit like you get those, you know, the, ki- the cartoons for really, really young kids. Yeah, like um, Mr. Ben or yeah, something, or Pigeon or, Street or something. Yeah, or yeah, sort of a Postman Pat S. Yes, sorry, yeah, exactly. kind of thing. That's it. Anyway, it's our special shopping music because we've got this uh, amazing competition on the go at the moment with the uh, Blanchettstown Centre. Basically, the idea behind this, of course, is that uh, we're celebrating the extended hours at the Blanchettstown Centre. Basically, they just want to give you a little bit of peace of mind. They want to make you feel safe while you're out there shopping. So the idea is that they've extended their hours so you've got more time to shop in safety and comfort at the Blanchettstown Centre. All the details are on their website, blanchettstowncentre.com. And to celebrate the fact every day this week they've given us a €200 Blanchettstown Centre gift card to give away if you can spot Magic Magic Mike's mystery late night shopper. I wish yes. you made that easier to say. It's a, yeah, it's got a ring to it, all right. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> anyway, Michael, over to you. Right, here we go, lads. This might be a little bit easy again, but sure, we'll give it a go. Let's see. Uh, this shopper has just bought lots of fake tan and a very long tie. He's inquiring about 
material to build a wall. People are chuckling at him and now he has just stomped his feet and run off shouting that everything is unfair. Oh, he does seem to be a very angry little man. Now, wow. I that is a bit tough. I don't know who this is today. <laughs> no, but <laughs> Come it, to be honest with you, can, yeah. I just, can I just confess that I was slightly distracted because Mike has morphed into your slightly creepy chat-up line he guy. Has, yeah. I mean, I was expecting him to say at the end there, do you want to go to the movie house? <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, well, anyway, Mike, give it to us again. Yeah, give it to us again. We're baffled. We're stumped. Are you, oh, really? Okay, okay. There's a clue in there you'll have to get. Okay, right. anyway, I'll go again. This shopper has just bought lots of fake tan and a very long tie. He's inquiring about oh. material to build a wall. People are chuckling at him, and now he has just stomped his feet and ran off, shouting that everything is very unfair. Oh, he does seem to be an angry little man. Yes, man. of course I have it now. Sorry, yeah, the first line gives it away. <laughs> yes, indeed, I know who it is. Jim's still okay. shaking his head. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still baffled. Yeah. Great. Anyway, the, the good news is that hopefully plenty of you out there have it and have the chance now to win this €200 Euro Blanchardstown Centre gift card. Uh, give us the answer and your name. Get it on a WhatsApp right now into us on 087 Classic hits. Guaranteed Irish, something happens. Parachute here at Classic Hits, almost 21 minutes to 9 o'clock. Breakfast table quiz on the way. Prizes just for playing. Tickets to the magnificent Forever Young Festival, the ultimate, the greatest 80s festival of them all, 9th to the 11th of July next summer. You can win tickets with us. You can win a VIP upgrade, luxury weekend tickets, VIP enclosure, full glamping, meet and greet with the stars. That's our overall prize this week. 087188008 Magic Mike standing by WhatsApp. But at the moment, we're going to bring Magic Mike back in because we need to find ourselves a winner and the answer uh, to our little quiz that we gave you. We were looking for Magic Mike's mystery late-night shopper at the Blanchardstown Centre. Of course, they're celebrating their extended hours so that you can have peace of mind and shop in uh, comfort and safety uh, with their new extended hours. All the details you'll need on BlanchardstownCentre.com. So, Mike, first of all, who was it you were talking about. So it was Donald Trump I was talking about. Oh, I think of course it was. Yes. How did yeah. it take me so long to get that? I don't know. I, I would, The fake tan thing threw me. I was thinking of younger people or something. I, like I, I immediately went to, to start thinking of kind of like reality stars. And yeah, yeah. I don't know how I got that so badly wrong. But anyway. Uh, right, so Donald Trump and do we have a winner? We do indeed. It's uh, Rob Collins. So well done, Rob Collins. He got it right. Nice one. Okay. So, Very Rob, good. well done. 200 euro Blanchettstown gift centre card, which makes an excellent present, by the way. There's details about that on their website as well, blanchettstowncentre.com. And we've got another chance for you to win uh, with that on our next show, which would be tomorrow. Cheapers, are you all right? Did you just have a glitch <laughs> no, it's, in the it's system? Just, there's so much going on. It's actually Somebody hard trying to, to keep track. It's Someone has to restart, Jim, so they do. It is. There's just so much stuff uh, all the time. So it's... Uh, bop, 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 you know what I mean? I don't know how Santa does it. I know. It's incredible. I don't know how he the does pressure it. pressure puts on you. It's extraordinary. Oh, that's why I don't bother doing any of it. And I tell you, speaking of pressure, even the greats... Even the greats. Even the most... to us. Famously nice guy in all of Hollywood. There's no lose. need for that. I'm, I'm, I'm not that nice a guy. Not in Hollywood. I know, in fairness, like, you know, and Jim is a lovely fella and all. But let's face it, Tom Cruise is probably a nicer chap. <laughs> uh, oh, et tu, PJ. Yeah, yeah. Ah, look, that's just me being, being bitter. No, but you know the way that Tom Cruise has this reputation of being the nicest guy ever to be around? I told you about me. Yeah. I mean, that's his, that's... Knew story. everybody's name and everything, yeah? Yeah, that story my sister tells and all, how weirdly um, nice he was to everyone, how he remembered everyone's name and how he remembered a little piece of their lives and all. And when he was leaving RTE, he spoke to everyone and asked them about their kids and all. Like, a weirdly nice type of mm, thing. But... Well, he's lost his marbles on the filming of the new... Mission Impossible he's done something very uncharacteristic he's going to lost his head and had a proper rant screaming at all the uh, all the staff and crew working yeah. on the movie because he's so afraid the movie will be shut down because of the Covid thing you know right. so he's so afraid he saw two people standing um, less than two metres apart now they were both wearing masks and all right yeah. but they were standing less than two metres apart and he lost his marbles. There's an audio tape and all, apparently, saying if I see you doing it again, you're effing gone. And yeah. if I, I actually have the audio here. Oh, it's effing this and effing that. I hope it, you're yeah, all right now. We've, now. we've blocked out all of the effing. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. call so someone an M or effing and everything. This is quite long, okay? But yeah. look, let, let me just start playing it for you anyway. We can drop in and out of it. But. You're back here in Hollywood making movies right now because of us. Because they believe in us and what we're doing. I'm on the phone with every f***ing studio at night. 
insurance companies, producers, and they're looking at us and using us to make their movies. We are creating thousands of jobs, That was a bad one. I don't ever want to see it again. Ever. And if you don't do it, you're fired. And I see you do it again, you're gone. And anyone on this crew does it. That's it. And you too. And you too. And you. Don't you ever do it again. That's it. No apologies. You can tell it to the people that are losing their f***ing homes because our industry is shut down. It's not going to put food on their table or pay for their college education. And it goes on. And he it gets goes the, on. Yeah, and then it, it gets to the stage then, right, where he... So he's done the whole rant, right, yeah. about all of that sort of stuff. And then it continues on, and he gets... It, it actually goes a bit like... You know that the, the movie, funnily enough, that he was in as well, with uh, with uh, Jack Nicholson? Yeah. A few, a few Good Men. Great movie. And you know the famous Jack Nicholson courtroom speech? You can't handle the truth. You know all that, right? It kind of goes a bit like that then. Really? Right? Yeah. That's what I sleep with every night. The future of this industry. So I'm sorry, I'm beyond your apologies. I have told you, and now I want it. And if you don't do it, you're out. We are not shutting this movie down. Is it understood? If I see it again, you're gone. And so are you. So you're going to cost him his job. And I see it on the set, you're gone. And you're gone. Incredible. It's a, it gets a bit like, you know, um, The Wizard of Oz. And you there, and you, and you, and you too, Toro. It's where he goes, that's what I sleep with at night. I know, you're like jeepers, man. <laughs> the future of the industry. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Wow. I, uh, t- a lot of that um, uh, importance there. I'd give him a break because he's known for being the nicest fella ever. He's obviously just, uh, you know, this was the straw that broke. The Hollywood He's obviously back. under a lot of stress. He's obviously put yeah. himself it's under a lot of stress. It's very similar to that time he appeared on Oprah and started jumping on the couch. He does <laughs> seem to be a man of extremes, doesn't he? He does <sighs> seem so, to be a man of oh, extremes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, imagine he'd be. You know, you'd imagine he'd be kind of like you know used to it. All those kind of mo- Mission Impossible movies handling the Chimera virus and everything. You know, yeah. like, you know, you'd imagine he'd be dodging it. In fact, I'm surprised he's not the cure. I know, I know, I know. And like, there's a like, very... Sur- surely Scientology, you know, I mean, they're, they're from outer space, aren't they? It's apparently so, something like that, yeah. yeah I mean, can they not fix it, no? We all know that he's the high wizard or whatever they yeah. call him, I think. Like, you'd be able to, you'd be, somehow there's some way of getting a drop of Tom Cruise blood, making a vaccine out of it, and then, okay, Grant, we might all be a little more volatile than we were before, <laughs> but at least we can take the masks off. Breakfast Table Quiz. It's time for the Breakfast Table Quiz. Win the best prize out there is. Try to get the biggest score. Hope the next call gets some more. It's the Breakfast Table Quiz. The Breakfast Table Quiz with Kilmartin Educational Services. In class or online, learn and revise safely and get ahead with Julie's CKES.ie. Yeah, Forever Young is back. It is the ultimate, the greatest 80s festival, Forever Young, back at the Parmesan House Estate in Kildare next July, 9th until the 11th of July. If you go along to foreveryoungfestival.ie, uh, the website, it will tell you everything you need to know. And if you're there at the moment or you want to go along and check it out, ticket prices, lineups, everything, all the information you need is there, including your chance to get these free Forever Young face masks uh, if you buy your tickets at the moment. I was talking about them earlier on. Very cool looking, in keeping with the whole denim look and the badges and everything. They look the business. You can get them free with your tickets at the moment if you purchase them now. And also, if you're there and you're a frontline worker, all frontline healthcare heroes are getting 20% off which is a great gesture from Forever Young Festival. It's as a thank you for everything that they've done this year. Uh, proper order too. So you can check out the full lineup. It's an incredible lineup of all of the greatest 80s acts. Uh, they'll all be arriving into Kildare 9th to the 11th of July. And we have tickets for you to win every day, plus a magnificent VIP upgrade where you'll actually meet some of those stars and do the whole VIP thing in the special enclosure oh. and full glamping package. Amazing stuff. You get to swan around like you own the place oh, uh, for just getting 
the highest score. But sure, you're going anyway, regardless if you get on. And Olivia Devitt is going to play today. How are you, Olivia? I'm not bad, guys. How are you? Good, good. Pretty good, thanks very much. How are you getting on with all the Christmas preparations? Oh, nearly all done now, yeah. Very good, very, very good. And Olivia, now, would you be a child of the 80s? Would you be somebody who'd be big into your 80s music? Oh, I would. I went to the Christmas one last year in Killarney. Oh, oh deadly. You? Brilliant. Right, well, right. listen, you are going again because you Woo-hoo! have got yourself a pair of tickets to the Forever Young Festival. So they are yours. Let's see if we can get you a VIP package, shall we? Right, okay. PJ, are you ready to deliver these really easy questions? One second, me jocks are a little uncomfortable now. Okay. Now I'm ready. Okay, That's... 11 the score to beat, so 12 or more, and you will take the lead. Okay, okay. Olivia, please excuse the expression, but are your jocks okay? <laughs> okay, yeah. Excellent. PJ, you're, you're sorted. Sorted, I am right. in comfortable jocks position. People, let's do this. In what joint of the human body would a cruciate ligament be found? The leg. In, yeah, okay. What character did Leonardo DiCaprio play in 1996, Romeo and Juliet? Romeo. Is Sean Connery plays James Bond for the final time in what film? Cast. Never say never again. Beijing is the second largest city in what country? China. Who became the 35th president of the United States in 1961? Cast. JFK, what H is a breed of pigeon famed for its extraordinary sense of direction? Homing pigeon. Marsupials are a group of mammals that usually carry their young in a what? It's a pouch. Charles de Gaulle was president of what country? France. Yeah, what A means to renounce or resign from a throne? In fashion, what T is a long piece of material worn knotted around the neck of a shirt? What group of Pacific Islands was visited by the HMS Beagle in 1835? Mary. It's the Galapagos or the Gal- Galapagos or however you say Galapagos, yeah, the... that's it, spot on. Right, there, were, there was a few sticky ones along yeah, the way there, indeed. to be fair to you, Olivia. But still, you managed one, two, three, four, five, six correct answers and the tickets are yours anyway. You're heavy, heading off to the Forever Young Festival regardless, so well done you. Oh, that's brilliant. Thanks, guys. Not at all. Olivia, have a cracking day. Thank you. See you, Olivia. What is love? How do I hear a classic hits? Waking up happy with PJ and Jim. Thank you for that. Actually, uh, funnily enough, we've had a kind of um, uh, a weird thing where love has sort of played its part in the old show big style today, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. There's been various kind of love type stories. There has that, like when it comes to gifting and not gifts. Yeah, there's been, you know, not giving hearts. Yeah. There's uh, the The dating. There was how to get a second date. Second date. And now... It appears that uh, if love does blossom, yeah. and you think, well, that's that's the you know, there's the that's the battle won. You know, you found love, and who knows, a, a future together stretches out in front of you. Marriage potentially, potentially, and you think there could be no more problems, but oh, but oh no, until you break the name of your uh, new other half into your family, Jack Nicholas. You know, Jack Nicholas, the uh, golfer. Yeah, he's actually uh, eighty years old at the moment. He's living in Florida now, and he broke the news. The Golden Bear. The Golden Bear. That's right, yeah. Him and Sevi Ballesteros. Told you I went to see. Uh, I was all programs for there. Match in the Royal Dublin many years ago. Anyway, nothing to do with that. And just uh, isn't really. Uh, that's the only thing I know about golf. Anyway, the, the Jack Nicholas shared online the good news that his uh, granddaughter has now been married. So the, he said, "My oldest granddaughter, Christy Nicholas, uh, my son Jack's oldest child, has just married a great young man by the name of Todger Strunk." <laughs> and of course. People in Britain are really enjoying this because uh, the word Todger, Todger Strunk. Todger Strunk is his name. Which yeah. is very close to Todger Shrunk. Todger Shrunk, very close. <laughs> so Mr. Todger Shrunk. Uh, it's either the worst name in the world or the best name, said one of the comments. And, one of the, and, uh, and then someone else said, seriously, Todger. Who names their son Todger? Please say this is a typo. That's, the outrage. It is. The, I mean, you're, you know, going back to the original... Yeah, you know, his parents kind of thinking, what? <laughs> what do you like? Well, we've a Todger on our side of the family. What about that? That's an excellent idea. A Todger? Here they come. Does that ring a bell for some yeah, reason? You know your Uncle Todger. Well, we name it after him. Yeah, you yeah. don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Mr. and what Mrs. What would he, like, uh, no, because if they shortened it in school, he'd be called Todd. You don't want that. You don't, that's the last thing you want. <laughs> I know, but it's, isn't it mad? Like, and of course, other people saying, "Listen, whatever you do, please don't ever go to England because everywhere you go, as soon as you say my name is Todd, you're sh- drunk." Yeah, people are going to start laughing a lot at the name. Yeah. You know, it's actually unfair. Name, I mean, name Todger Strunk. 
No, I didn't ask you what happened. I yeah. said name. Sorry, that's none of my business. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am deeply sorry for your problems, but what's your name? You just get your name, please, <laughs> and I'll call you a doctor right away. Uh, and it does make you think, though, of the other names around the world, because people are, some people do get given some of the most unfortunate names. They really do, you know. And sometimes you see them, like, there's this guy I'm looking at here, his name is Jack Goff, and he's had a terrible time growing up in school, apparently. Uh, in the States, he got an awful time. Uh, the Mr. Yeah. Jackoff, uh, yeah. That's unfortunate He was him. called a W. Oh, these things <laughs> yeah. people used to call him. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, and then there's people that just don't think about, I suppose they don't really t- put a lot of thought into it. A fella who was a, a mayor of Indiana years ago, uh, Mayor Harry Balls, uh, he apparently well, you t- couldn't understand the crack around his name at all. Throughout his term in City Hall, yeah. You know, when City Again, Hall. that that takes on a whole different thing if does. if you bring it to to sort of East End London. It does, yeah, a- yeah. Airy balls, balls, airy balls, airy balls. Now are you talking about yeah. junior airy balls or big airy balls? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Your pronunciation of Harry has to be spot on with that one. I know. And then there's poor old Johnny Jolly Mangina, who's a a real estate agent, and um, they had to change. And is he Jolly? I don't know. Not after after years of abuse. Yeah, well, Jolly Mangina. Jolly Mangina. Yeah, he had an awful time. Apparently, he struggles to get taken seriously. Does he? And in the seventies, there was a a well-known football player. Apparently, I don't remember him, but his name was Steve Schartz. Steve Schartz. Does he? Steve Schartz in white shorts was apparently a chant. That he is to get when he was on the pitch. He is, he is Steve Schartz. He's in white shorts. Steve Schartz in white shorts. With a, oh, with a name. What a magnificent yeah. football chant Some people that really is. get an awful time with the names, you know, yeah. that they were given. It's, it's, yeah. There's so many of them, it's hard to even especially choose. When there's, especially when there's like... You know, childlike-minded people out there in the world who would make fun of them. Of course, yeah, yeah. Disgraceful. There was also another fella, and he was an immigrant. Uh, He moved to the United States um, in the 90s, and he uh, became a bus driver. And apparently, when you're a bus driver in the States, they put a... Some of the private bus companies, they'll put a plaque, your driver's name is. Yeah. And um, the gratuities will be accepted, right? Right. Now, this unfortunate man, his name on his... It says the sign over his... his, um, steering wheel says your driver is an ass rammer and gratuities will be ex- appreciated an ass rammer <sighs> we should have just stayed with Harry Balls really